school, I learned that the tongue is a unique muscle of the body, loose and unattached at one end. James says our basic failure to control our tongue is the main cause of so much harm in the world. Welcome to First 15, where we are listening to God and responding to His Word in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. We're all followers here, following God, meditating on His Word, and responding to Him in prayer. If you're new to First 15, follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. You're in the right place to keep growing your faith. In Season 4, we're reading and praying through a few New Testament letters. We're halfway through the letter of James, and we've seen that the wisdom he's talking about is very practical. I'm struck by how he keeps returning to five main themes and deepening each one as he develops it further. The intent of our podcast is much like James's letter, to apply the truth of God's message beyond the first 15 minutes to the rest of your life. We follow a four-step process, and you can find details of that at wordofprayer.com. That's with dashes. The section that we're listening to today is focused on our speech. In chapter 1, James said that we should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. We speak with our tongue, and James talks about the tongue as if it has a mind of its own. Listen to the first 12 verses of chapter 3 in James. Let not many of you be teachers, my brothers, knowing that we will receive heavier judgment. For we all stumble in many things. Anyone who doesn't stumble in speech is a complete and perfect person, able to bridle the whole body also. Indeed, we put bits into horses' mouths so that they may obey us, and we guide their whole body. Look at ships also. Though they are so big and are driven by fierce winds, they are still guided by a very small rudder, wherever the pilot desires. So the tongue is also a little member, yet it boasts great things. See how a small fire can spread to a large forest, And the tongue is a fire. A whole world of wickedness among our members resides there in your tongue, defiling the whole body. It sets on fire the course of your life and is set on fire by hell. For every kind of animal, bird, creeping thing, and sea creature is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But nobody can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who are made in the image of God. Out of the same mouth pours forth blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring bubble up from the same opening both fresh and bitter water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, produce olives, or can a grapevine produce figs? No. And no spring yields both salt water and fresh water. James is very vivid and descriptive in this passage. I went back and counted, and there were at least five comparisons that James makes to the tongue, which he uses to represent our power of speech. In fact, the word pictures come so fast and so close together that I noticed that I just missed the force or the impact of several of these. That's why meditation is so important. We slow down our reading, our listening, 
our breathing and just take in the word. Let it work on us a while and not race off to the next thing. Like someone who gives a quick glance at the mirror in the morning and then goes off and doesn't even notice that they didn't apply makeup around the eyes or shave close on one side of their face. Let me warn you though, the figures that James uses for the tongue are powerful. A friend invited me out to his farm just this last weekend. I saw a number of horses with bit and bridle. It's not something that I see very often. But these majestic animals, it's just amazing. They can be steered with such a small piece put in and around their mouth. You don't see bridles on people. But James says we need them. If you can bridle your tongue, you can exercise control over the rest of your body. Or consider fire. This year, 2020, we've seen the devastating effects of wildfire on a forest in California, in Colorado, in Australia. Fires start small, really small, with just a match, a campfire coal that isn't put out all the way, or a lightning strike. But they rapidly can spread out of control and do incredible damage. James includes a warning to us. He said the tongue can do disproportionate damage, but it will also be burned up by the judgment fires of hell. In a rapid change, James switches his images from fire to water. He talks about a natural spring that bubbles up fresh water from the earth. We call that water sweet or refreshing. It's the opposite of bitter water that's contaminated or salt water that is undrinkable. Just like you don't find fresh and bitter water from the same spring, well, it's out of place to hear words of life or blessing mixed with words of death and cursing coming from the same mouth. So what's the bottom line of these images in this whole section? James 3 verses 1 through 12. Don't be so quick to speak. Don't jump in and try to teach if you aren't going to carry the responsibility that comes with it. Control your tongue and respect its power. It can steer the whole ship. It can burn down the forest. It can land you in hell. Be quick to listen. Listen to God and His Word. Do what it says. That's what we heard in chapter 1 and again in chapter 2. And in this section, chapter 3, Be slow to speak. Don't turn loose the great power of the tongue without respecting the huge impact that it can have. I'm thinking right now of some of the silly arguments that I've had at home, being quick to get angry, and I regret them. Even though speaking up gives me a momentary satisfaction or a a release, it can do a lot of damage both to relationships and also to my own heart. What we speak, whether it is a word of blessing or a careless word that felt good in the moment but ended up injuring someone else, what we say, it has impact. Don't minimize the power of your words. Your tongue can do great good or it can wreak widespread destruction. Let's pray. God, Thank you for the gift of speech. You spoke the world and all creation into existence. 
you gave life and you were creative in using words. God, I misspeak and misuse this awesome gift that you've given. Please forgive me and cleanse my heart first and also my tongue. Help me to control and bridle my tongue. You have blessed me, so help me be a blessing and speak words of blessing and life to others. Help me slow down my impulses to speak, to fire off responses or make critical remarks. God, if you can use these words in this podcast to bless and teach others, please do so. Otherwise, let me be silent and find rest in you. God, help me speak up for those who need an advocate to confront the powerful who use their tongues and their power to oppress. Most of all, purify my heart and also my speech. Show me where I'm missing what you're prompting and working in me today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This lesson is much easier to teach than it is to apply. And that makes it doubly important to put it in action and not just nod the head and then go away unchanged. God wants to work in us to create something new. Let Him pour His living water into you today. If we think we're full or already good, we'll be run by our wayward appetites and impulses, by our rash speech and actions that go unchecked. Pick one of the figures of speech that James uses for the tongue and work consciously on applying the lesson from it. Don't overcomplicate this. What we need is to let God have control over our tongues, our speech, and to speak His words, His way, today. Verse 15 is a ministry of wordofprayer.com. If you haven't found our Facebook page, we have regular encouragement and weekly events that we announce there. So check that out at Word of Prayer 15 and be sure to like the page. If you have a Twitter account and would like to receive regular but brief reminders based on verse 15, follow me at Word of Prayer 15 on Twitter. God bless you as you slow down your tongue and let God speak His truth to you today.